Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. We know your life will be changed for the better by listening to God's word. If you'd like to know more about Trinity Beaumont or contribute to our ministry, please visit www.trinitybeaumont.com. As we're obviously all aware of, um, in addition to life's many trials and suddenlies, hey, Mr. Graduate, off, off to college, welcome back. Um, Hurricane Laura devastated um, much of Southeast Texas further towards the coast, and um, obviously more so and quite directly in Louisiana, Lake Charles, and um, there's so many little towns. I mean, you understand the way that this area works. We've got all the, you know, Finette and Nome and China and, and Lumberton and Coons. There's all the little towns, but then if there's Beaumont. So people are more familiar with like Lake Charles, but what about all the surrounding areas? So we know that it's going to take um, not months, but years for them to recover. I mean, you guys know us. We haven't recovered from Harvey. Then Imelda hit us, and so now we're, we tore the building apart even more after that. So um, if you hadn't got a chance to see some of the pictures, I, I imagine you probably have. Um, there are buildings that excuse me, are going to have to be raised entirely, which means demolished and built back up from the ground. And we just can't fathom that kind of, well, I take that back. Some of us can fathom that because our houses went through that flooding in Harvey. And so our, our community does know what that's like in a different sense. Not that we had to, uh, not that there was missing roofs and walls from our, our buildings for the most part because everything was just saturated in water, but, but all that to say um, that now more than ever, um, we are going to continue working at being the body. Um, for those of you who are new here or maybe unfamiliar with, one of the things that the Bible teaches very clearly about is, is unity within the body. And so what, is, what does that look like? I'm not entirely sure of except for having like, like a same goal and same heart and same mind. So if, if we read and find out about especially Christians, and the law of love is very clear that people that are next to you are your neighbor because it's like, are they my neighbor? Yes, they are, as a matter of fact. Like, it, it doesn't matter, you know, brown, yellow, black, or white. Like, we're all precious in his sight. Y'all wake out there? Come on now. Red, yellow, black, and white. Jesus loves the little children of the earth, of the world. Um, and so the law of love is clear that we are to love our neighbors, and yet even more so, we are to love those of the faith. We're to give preference and honor. Um, does that make sense when I say it like that? It, it, I don't know that there's much. Of it. I guess a more simple way to say it is that if, if people, whether um, they vote differently than you or, or um, believe differently on a certain level, when, when it comes to trusting in Jesus, Jesus has to be the cornerstone. So if you're Muslim, then you're not of our faith. 
you're of, uh, anyways. So outside of that is, is neighbors that we're to, the law of love applies to. But, and I feel like this is, this can really help set some people free in here. People, the world is not filled with children of God until you guys know what happens or, or when, when people become children of God. Thank you, Pastor Cameron. Good job. He said, when they're born again. When, when you and I receive Jesus, John tells us is that to each and every person who, who receives Jesus, they are given the right. I love that he, he uses that, that word there. The right to become God's children. So people aren't, they're not God-class people, as Pastor has taught us so well until they, they come into the kingdom. We're born again, and then we become human. Really, without God, we're not human. We're, we're the walking dead, as it were, because we have not become alive into Christ. And that's kind of a funny way of putting it, but it, it, it is such a true picture of the way this works. And so all that to say is that there are brothers and sisters and other people as well who are in need of the love of Jesus. And how many of you guys know that, that when Jesus said, the law that you are to abide by is to love me and love other people wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't a recommendation. It wasn't if you feel like it. Oh, come on. You guys going to sleep on me already? It, I, know, I know this is like, this is really simple at surface level, but I'm just saying that right now, one of the, one of the best things that you can do is just slow down. Tell your neighbor, take it easy. Come on. You know, one of the most, one of the best things that we can, we can walk away with from this season uh, of everything being flipped upside down and even more so now with, with our, our friends and family, some literal family that have gone through this, is, is to not put things back the way they were. We do not want the world the way the world has been. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate those too. I'll, I'll repeat it though, because we do not want the world absent of God. I, I love what um, Pastor uh, Mike of Vibrant Church in Spring, Texas said. He said, now is the time, and for all my people that, are, that have kids at home, whether you're watching online or here in, in, in the house, now is the time to instill God back into the daily routine. Because how much of you guys know that before all this happened, our lives were so full and so busy, and some of you are still trying to make it that way. I know I am guilty of doing that, where I'm like, I have to be busy, or otherwise I'm not being fulfilling, or like I'm not, I don't feel fulfilled. Anybody care to be honest in church? Thank you, I appreciate that. So now is the time to say, okay, that we do have family, let's have family time, right? Come on, let's, let's pray together. Let's, let's read the Bible together. Let's go to church together. Let's, let's watch godly things together. Let's not just scroll on our phones. Hello. Gonna be, we're going to tiptoeing around nobody's business this morning. Because why? We don't want the world the way that the world wants, the way that the God of this world wants it. He wants self in the middle. He wants, do you realize that the, the, the worst thing that you could do with your life is serve yourself? 
because you will have nothing to show for it. Romans says that if all you ever do is, is follow you and, and serve what's important to you, all you will reap is death. But if you die to yourself, if you sow to the Spirit, if you give your life to serving Him and following Him, you will reap life. And Jesus promised, He said, I've came, and if you allow me in your life, in your business, in your neighborhood, in, 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 in what you do, in your, your, your going and your coming, come on, your, 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 your work, in your prayer time, if you'll allow me in there... I say prayer time because so much of our prayer time is just this where we're going, we're going. We gotta, we gotta tell them everything, and we gotta do this because we gotta. And you don't got to. No, that is that is religion. What we got to do is die to ourselves. And in this world right now, more than ever, you and I have an opportunity, a chance to to do something that that will mark history. That will, that will shape culture, that will impact eternity. And that's by allowing him in everything that we do. But we cannot do that alone. We cannot do that alone. And, and, and so for those of you who are asking, you know, how, how can I help? Um, we, we got a chance to, to go out to the Pinedas this last week and take a little uh, serve team out there and help repair their fence because they have little puppies and puppies need a place to go outside and run around. And they were very lightly affected. We had a chance to partner with Destiny Church. Um, Harvey's, would you guys mind standing for just a moment? I'd like to honor you guys. They, I know you did not do it for us. Sherry, would you stand up with them? Jason, Paul. Come on, keep it going. Make some noise. Macy, you were out there a bunch. Nicole. You were out there almost every day. Wave, wave your hand. You don't want, she doesn't want to stand up. She said, leave me alone. I love you guys. Um, these guys, uh, the Harveys, might as well have set up camp out there. Uh, Nicole was out there for a solid three or four days, I think at least. Sherry, you could have had camp. Jason, you could have had camp out there with them. Um, and many others that were coming and going. Myself and Caitlin were out there a couple times. Um, because that's what we do. We, we don't, we don't, listen, when, when God said, I love you, he didn't shout it from heaven. He showed it on earth. He showed it. And so love is not a matter of words. It's a matter of action. It's not just a matter of words. It is a matter of action and deed as well. And so we must not just say that we love people or tell them how valuable and important they are. We must show them. Tell your neighbor, you got to show them. It's so important. That, and so I'd like to just kind of switch over to the other side of this coin because you'll notice, and if you've never noticed this before, if this has never had happened to you, um, I want it to happen so badly. I pray that it does. Because there are moments marked in my timeline of how long I've been alive that I can remember when God stepped into moments with me, days and in time and, you know, I, and his presence just overwhelms me. I remember um, a while back, and this is obviously, you know, sensitive and emotional for me because it's just like when God shows up, everything changes. I think we were, it was after service, well, an altar call portion, and I just remember 
being on my face over here on stage, which for the record is not terribly comfortable. But I just remember feeling like so insignificant before God and just like I've got to be on my face because of so many things. He's in the room. I need him. And then I remember just feeling like just this soft kind of like nudge, if you will, just this like prodding, like kind of like you would grab a friend very like tenderly and affectionately. And I remember the father just speaking or at least God, one of one of the three, probably by his spirit, I guess, is the best way to uh, relate that. And I just remember hearing him by his spirit say some things to me, which are not terribly important for this moment. But he just said, don't you know that I long to be with you? Don't you know that I long to dwell and inhabit with my people? And wouldn't you know the Bible says the exact same thing in Revelation, that God is going to come down to earth and his dwelling place will be with us. And it was, I remember that moment so vividly. And so that's why I say that like presence has power. Not doing, but presence. And yes, there are things that we do when we're in the presence of other people, Sometimes those things are prayer, and sometimes those things are serving people with your hands. Sometimes it's crying tears, and it's sweating. And if you have an accident, even bleeding. (laughs) But the most important and powerful moments in our lifetime, even me with you guys, are going to be the moments that I'm off stage. I'm not up here. Sure, maybe you can remember something I said last year, but more importantly than you can remember what I said last year, you can probably remember times that we were together. Of going out and playing ultimate frisbee or, you know, going to youth camp or talking on the phone. And so it's it's not it's not the words that we speak, but it's the, the actions of our lives that speak. That we're commanded to. James says that faith without works is dead. And I'm not up here trying to, like, say, if you don't get out there and serve, that you don't love people, because that's not the truth whatsoever. Because I am very aware that right now there are many of you who, whether by uh, one reason or, or, or multiple, you are unable to physically do that, and that's okay. Can you just say, like, that's okay? Like, if, if you haven't been out to serve yet, that's okay. Don't, don't let judgment or condemnation or, or any other thing come upon you because you haven't gotten out to serve. Like I said, this is going to be years worth of building back people's lives. But I would encourage you to not just do nothing. If you, if you have been unable to do it and you want to, get connected, get partnered. I will happily get you plugged in with any one of these people that are here today who are, have continued and will continue to, you know, be serving with their with their. Um, their time, since they have the time. Not all of us have the time. That was what I was trying to communicate. Some of us have family right now that need our time more than anything else. And you know, that's ministry. Family is, gosh, family's everything. Family's everything. And, and, and if God has you there, then I just, I encourage you, Wherever God has you right now, serve wholeheartedly. Like, serve unto the Lord, 
even if they're brats, even if they're annoying, even if it gets on your nerves, love them even more. Pray for them even more. Kind of getting a little off track. But if you're unable to do it with your time, then, then serve on your knees. Get, get, on, get on your face before the king of glory, before the God of all creation, and cry out to him for help. One of the biggest and, and most miraculous things that I, I feel like we've, we've seen already is just the, the fact that, that so many people have already been taken care of, that God has already restored electricity and running water to orange. Yeah, come on. Amen. That, that's amazing. I thank God for that. But you know what? Now, Louisiana, Lake Charles, and the surrounding area, they, they, nothing is normal for them right now. They can't even use running water. Last I knew. Has anybody heard differently? Okay. Is there still a boil notice, though? Yeah, that's, that's what I mean by running water. It's not clean. that They have to boil it to use it. But, yeah, you can turn on the tap, the, the faucet. They, and, and they don't just need water. They need homes. Their homes are destroyed. One of the most important things I think that we can pray for is that God would continue to impress upon people to open up their homes and for, for shelters to become available. I, we haven't even gotten back to most of the people that said they need shelter because we don't have anything. All we can do is continue to pray. And so I implore you, please pray and agree with us that God would provide for these families. For Gosh, we had one person, I got a call from uh, somebody cares us last week. They said, we've got a family of 43. Do you know of anywhere they can go? I said, a family of 43? Cousins, uncles, brothers, nieces, nephews, grandparents, etc." I said, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I have a whole list of people that I, I'm trying to find before I can even get to them. But I told them, I said, if I find something, I'll let you know. I, you won't be the first person, but, but I would definitely keep that in mind and something we can pray about, obviously. One of the other ways that's going to be a, a big one is going to be resources, whether monetary or, or money itself, having, having monetary value or, or the value of itself, um, if you can give, we had over $1,200 come in last week. Come on, make some noise for our, our generous people in the room. Gosh, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much I'm blessed by y'all's generosity because literally the lights on and, this, and the AC on in this building is because of y'all like paying thousands of dollars every month for that. Like, I, it may seem like a small thing, but I don't... At first, when I took over the church, I didn't deal in thousands of dollars. I'm becoming more accustomed to tens of thousands now, but it's still a little bit of a stretch for my faith. But there are some of you uh, here and others that are even coming that will deal in hundreds of thousands, and I'm thankful for all the ones. And I don't want to discredit or discount your dimes or your pennies or whatever you have to give because it's not about the amount. What's, what, what's important is, is our heart. What's important is, is heart. Gosh, I turn around and look at Colin. I mean, how, do you, how can you see anything else except heart when you look at him? The guy is talented beyond any, most, most of our levels, but he's up here dancing, singing, shouting, praising, on his knees, crying because of just that, that, the heart. Like, the heartbeat of heaven is for his family, it's for his children. It's not about what we can do for him. It's about 
what he's done for us. And, and another little good, you know, nugget to take home in your pocket today would, would to be remember that, that God's love is for you before you could ever do anything for him. Like his desire is for you, for you. Like you were set apart for him, for him. Like not for what you could do for the kingdom. Oh, glory to God. We're, we're going we're gonna to sow. We're going to give. We're going to shout. We're going to praise. We're going to love people into the kingdom because Jesus is amazing. And that's all so true. And we, we will continue to do that. But you know, behind this stage is an altar of prayer. Behind this ministry is a lifestyle of, of servanthood. Behind th- these lights and this electricity is, is, a, is a life of giving, like our core values on the wall read so clearly. Giving is not something we do. It's part of who we are because God so loved the world that he gave. And he didn't give. He didn't give for a... For a good life. You know, we're getting ready to go into a song that I would just really encourage you guys to just soak in this morning. Because when the Father gave, it wasn't with like any expectations of what you could do. I, I, I don't know any other better way to drive this point home than to say it like that. Because it's not about what you can do for him. It's about who you are. It's about who we are. He loves us so much because we were meant to belong to him. So again, if, if you want to serve, serve with everything you've got. If you want to give, give with everything you've got. If, 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 if you want to pray, and that should be all of us, please pray. Because those prayers are so coveted, they're so needed. And let God get all the glory. Amen. I, I, I'd like to say just before we go into this song, that I am so amazed that in all of this, we're seeing more unity in the body. Out of all of this evil that the enemy would try to bring, destruction and chaos and even division. Oh gosh, the spirit of division and pride is just, it's so like apparent right now with everybody helping and wanting to get glory. And that's that's just the devil, but we're not ignorant of his vices. But you know what? When I look around and I see, you know, Destiny Church and Life Church and, and um, Christian Fellowship and, and One City and, and, and all of these different people that came from other churches that didn't even get named, it wasn't, it wasn't for those names because it was just about one name. And guys, I, I am truly amazed at the fact that when we exalt one name, all men are drawn unto him. All of mankind is drawn unto Jesus when we die to ourself and exalt the risen Savior. And so if you want to rise, you can, but 
this is a song that is, that is best sung or repeated from a state of reception. And so what I'd like to do is get the team to just go into this and, and I'd just like you guys to close your eyes, lift your hands, get on your face, get on your knees, and let's receive from heaven this morning. Let's open up our hearts to hear the Father saying this over us. Amen. Let it be so. Okay, let's go love God. Love people. And lead well. (laughs) It's not a question.